Welcome to Blue Collar Fitness. Your hosts are Dave Shep, life coach, author, and healer, Trevor Powers, entrepreneur, athlete, and family man, Connor Burton, trainer, competitive bodybuilder, and kinesiologist, Josh Sargent, strength coach, graduate researcher, and educator. Blue Collar's mission is to bring reputable information to the masses. There's so much misinformation in the fitness industry. We want to shake things up and help you navigate the information to add value to your health, career, family life, and fitness goals. We hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 36. We are uh, we are actually feeling pretty excited because uh, we have a heck of a uh, review back from one of our uh, our clients that uh, bought our new program, Mr. Evan Curry. Shout so, out to Evan. Shout out. Shout out to our, our buddy, Evan. So let me read some of these. What, uh, what, what did he buy? He bought the hypertrophy program. Hypertrophy. Woohoo. Yes. The butt kicker. Oh, man. <laughs> If you can, if you can handle it, if you can eat enough food and sleep enough, you will grow like a mofo. Um, you see this here. We'll be posting all of this information online, but he just sent me his in body. So this is from 417, 2021. So what is that? Two months ago? Mm-hmm. Um, six foot three, 29 pound, uh, not 29 pounds, six foot three, 29 years of age. Um, <laughs> he's at, 221 pounds and the in body has him at 101.9 pounds of skeletal muscle mass with 42.7 pounds of fat at 19.3% body fat. So now we fast forward to today and he is 245.7 pounds. So what is that? Uh, Let's see. That was, uh, yeah, 221 to 245. And now here's, here's the crazy part. He's 15% body fat now. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, so he went from 42.7 pounds of fat to 36.9. 15% body fat and 245.7 pounds of sidewalk cracking. Let's go. Damn. That's eight, awesome. Eight weeks, gentlemen. Eight weeks. So if you can handle hypertrophy's volume and you can eat enough and sleep enough and it doesn't wreck you and make you quit the program partway through, (laughs) like a lot of people actually have been doing, you can handle, if you can handle the pain, if you can handle that volume, you will grow like crazy. But the problem is if you don't eat enough and you don't sleep enough and you don't prioritize your recovery, you will get destroyed. Well, and and I'm looking at the pictures from you from last year, because you and Connor did this uh, last summer and- the picture that you sent today, I mean, that was like at the end of that because you were getting ready for that photo shoot. That was amazing. And and what was the deal with that picture you sent today? What picture? Oh, uh, listen to I this, got, everybody. Uh, I am now in the muscle and fitness um, contest. So basically, um, I think there's 30, uh, 30 fitness models competing now for a slot. So basically, you get the cover of men's and 
fitness, health and fitness, what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, also $20,000. Yes. Wow. That's so, awesome. so we're going to be voting for Josh. So we will put that link in the show notes for everybody to go vote. Uh, voting opens what? June? June 14th. June 14th. So we have to make sure that we're all voting for Josh. So I'll be ready to hypertrophy like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. He is going to be prioritizing his recovery and sleep. Yeah. But and nutrition. But those photo shoots you guys did last year, they were amazing because you ran that program. And, and well, thank you. You were, you were running this program before we actually made it a program because mm-hmm. you were just doing this for yourself. So what better, what, what better thing right there is they created this for themselves and then they saw how incredible it was. And then they're like, let's put this pen to paper and get it out there to the masses. So this is how much we believe in this. And this is how amazing it is. Yeah. Self-application is the best teacher for people that are going to be purchasing our programs. People that are going to be learning from us. We've applied the entire programs and have been able to get results. I mean, last year it was, you know, a personal goal and mm-hmm. me and Josh got lean and we got jacked and yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was beyond amazing. I mean, those photo shoots that both of you took last year were, were incredible. So I'm, I'm excited to see more of Evan and is he going to run it again? Did he say? Yeah. He's going to run another four weeks. Wow. Basically, you know, we need to come out with more programming. <laughs> guys like Evan are just tearing this shit up. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Well, and we also need to make a, uh, the, uh, apprentice program because we, right. we have some people who are quitting and that's not good for their egos and that's not good for, for how hard it is. And, and, you know, maybe they need to start off with the apprentice instead of hypertrophy, Absolutely. But, but just know that Josh is working on this. We've been talking about it and you guys are in good hands. So save that hypertrophy, you know, don't, don't just give up on it. Don't, don't trash it out of your computer because it's something that, yeah, it's hard, but if we start the apprentice program and you guys do that and maybe do it a couple of times, then you can advance to hypertrophy and, just know that Josh, Connor, Trevor, and I are here for you. So if you're in the middle of one of our programs and you need us, you know, just talk to us. We, we will help. We, we can help do some modifications. If I were you guys and I was waiting on Apprentice and Hypertrophy was just running me into the ground, I would probably run weeks one and two and then deload. 100%. I, I definitely agree with that. So, you know, if, if for some reason, you know, you have a family and you're not able to sleep or you have some crazy job and... You're not able to get the recovery that, uh, you know, guys like Evan and me and Connor were able to get on running that program. Um, then go ahead and just run weeks one and two and then deload one and two, then deload or run week one and run week two, three weeks in a row. If you feel until you feel like you need to recover a little bit and then deload. Yeah, um, I feel like I, sorry, sorry. I, I feel like even up to, to uh, week three, week three wasn't like wasn't terrible. But then once, like, for instance, for me, like, since we're hustling all the time and week four was just a fucking killer. Like I was dying. I was dying on the inside because I wasn't sleeping and it just, you could see it in my face. Like I remember getting on a meeting with Dave and Dave's like, you need to sleep. (laughs) It's just like, how much time were you spending in the gym during his workouts? Cause you had to have been doing, I mean, per exercise five sets yeah yeah it it actually um when i when we had the time i would take my time with the workout but when when we didn't have as much time i could get the workout done in in like an hour a solid hour and it was it was like an intense workout and i felt i felt really really like really really uh accomplished after it but holy shit was i tired after it (laughs) yeah well as the program progresses, you need to set aside more time for sleep mm-hmm. and more time to just be at the gym. Yeah. Um, 
you know, a lot of times I have clients that run this program and I, I train them, um, in person and at the end of the session in week one, a lot of times they're like, dude, why can't we do a little bit more? Like, let's do a little, few extra sets. And I'm like, no, 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 no extra sets. Um, we're going to do some, you know, some diaphragmatic breathing, work on breathing circumferentially, do a little bit of stretching, some foam rolling recovery stuff, because as you progress, like by week two, you're already at four sets of everything. Right. And then you get into week three and you're at five sets of everything. And then week four, you go into six weeks of backbreaking work. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're not on top of your recovery and you've been, um, adding a few extra sets of arms or whatever here and there, you're going to get crushed. So, um, the key is let that volume build. And you have to know that in week four, it's not sustainable. You are pushing your body to the absolute limit, um, of its, you know, and there are some freaks out there that can handle more sets per week than that, but they're a very small percentage of people. This, this is for the average person. This is pushing your body to its absolute limit. And then you deload and you go down to two sets of everything with a low, um, you know, a low RPE with plenty of RIR and like reps and reserve. So, um, I'm excited to keep getting, uh, you know, keep getting reviews, have people keep sending in their before and afters. We're going to be providing, um, some of those before and afters on the website, as well as on our Instagram and everything. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome guys. And we're going to have more problem, uh, programs, not problems, programs coming out to you guys soon. What's the best problem is getting those results too. Absolutely. I mean, Evan survived it. He really focused and put a lot of attention towards the recovery. And she, I mean, he's going to be getting jacked like Thor. Speaking of <laughs> Thor, I think it's time for fitness in the news, news, news. Perfect echo. There we go. So Thor just put up a hilarious post on, uh, on Instagram with his, uh, with his son. <laughs> and, uh, what did he say? Let's see here. First of all, he's huge. Dude, the guy's got to play. I, you know, I heard there's a problem with Marvel, the MCU right now, huh? because he can't fit into any of his old Thor outfits. He's too big. <laughs> but he wears skinny jeans. <laughs> so yeah, he's too big. <laughs> he's too big for his Thor outfits because he's trying to play Hulk Hogan. And I could have these. You know what? Let's just look this up. I I believe Chris Hemsworth is six three. Um, yeah, sounds about right. Chris Hemsworth is. Let's see his height here. He's six foot three and he has to play Hulk Hogan in a movie. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say, you know, Chris Hemsworth was probably about walking around about 230, 240, maybe, maybe 245 in the, you know, the Thor movies when he's all jacked up. Hulk Hogan was, he was six, tall, dude. seven. So he's, he's got some serious height on him. And let me look this up. Let's, this might be inflated, but, uh, they're definitely going to have to point the camera up to him. 302, <laughs> to taller. 302 pounds at six, seven. That's crazy. So, Dinosaur much? A dude that's <laughs> six, three is, and walking around like two thirty is going to try to play a guy 70 pounds heavier and four inches taller. Wow. So basically, you know, Chris Hemsworth is getting saucy. Like, <laughs> like hella saucy. Um, and he's going to be running his own 
Just imagine if he ran hypertrophy. He'd be <laughs> dude. He needs to get on the hypertrophy program, and he'd be even more jacked. His <laughs> app. Have you guys seen his app? Yeah. So uh, one of my clients was helping him um, do marketing for the app, and uh, you know, he I trained him and stuff, and he was like, you know, like fitness sells. You know, like doing like the rope, the rope thing, and all these like functional fitness drills. But that's not how Chris Hemsworth is getting huge. He's doing oh. big compound lifts and lifting heavy ass weight. He's not. You know, he's not doing those little movement skills on the app, but you know, you got it. You got to sell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the so cap, the caption you, is pretty what's funny the, though. What's the post say Connor? So it says, let's do a, a Chris Hemsworth accent. No, that's okay. No, no, just read it. Just read it. Holding my little man's hand and asking him the age old question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Dad, I want to be Superman. Lucky I have two other kids. <laughs> That's an awesome post. Dude, I've seen him. <laughs> Dude. I've seen him in this uh this little sand rail with his little guy. He's looking pretty saucy, man. I've never seen I've not, and this is all the way back March 27th. I have never seen Chris Hemsworth this saucy before. Have you guys? I mean, no, I'm I'm scrolling good. back to Let's see here. He's doing some boxing training, December 6, 2020. Guy's looking healthy and lean, but mm-hmm. he's probably like 220. Um, 6'3, 220, like nice lean athletic physique. Yeah, he's built like Steve Cook. Yeah, got got, you know, a little bit smaller than Steve Cook, got some muscle on him. Um, no legs. Steve Cook has some wheels. Yeah, he does. Um, so you see, look here, like he's there's there's no there's no legs there. And he's promoting his app here. And then you fast forward up from December and March. Up to 56 minutes ago at the time of this recording when he posted this. And he's looking like a saucy fiend. Like he's lo- he's looking like he walked straight out of the Thor comic because literally he, like he actually looks like Thor now, like Thor from the comics. Dude is uh, dude is pretty saucy. Well, the, the picture you had or the video that you had, he was he had short hair. He was a little bit leaner and smaller. He was looking like a, like a pretty boy. But now he has like the long blonde hair. He's like huge. Right, he's, he's looking. He's, he is significantly uh, bigger, at least two forty-five, something like that, like a lean two forty-five. But here's the thing: it makes me feel so much better seeing this post because even Chris Hemsworth has tiny calves. Genetics <laughs> <laughs> <Next> supreme. <laughs> I train calves every day, guys, just so they can look normal. Not jacked. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Connor over here has never trained a calf in his life, and he can barely fit into pants. Because his calves are so big, so because they're cows or, or bulls, or bulls. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. used to do uh, two hundred calf raises after school when I was in a uh, sixth grade. They just started growing. I was like, oh wow! Did your mom and your brothers do the same thing? Because they have calves. Bigger. They did not. No, they have calves. <laughs> That's not a reason, dude. Your mom's and your brother's calves are bigger than yours. Yeah, bro. there's a hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's yeah. see. Here. I think that that's funny though. They they dwarf me in the calf department, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. You have huge calves, and his mom and his brothers have bigger calves than him. It's insane. Genetic. Whoa, dude, don't Genetic. be talking about my mom like that. Come on. <laughs> uh, are your calves twenty inches? What what are the what's the measurements there? Eighteen and a half. Okay, okay. And what are the arms? Like twelve. <laughs> twelve inches. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> 
Um, the last time I measured these, they were about 16 or 15. So last night when you measured them? There's yeah. no way. Those, dude, your arms are at least 18 inches. Yeah. But yeah there's no way sure. they're 15. Yeah. I have like, you know, teenage, young teenagers with arms that were, you know. Okay. Do we have a tape measure in here? No, we do not. All so right. Stay and relax. I have one on my nightstand. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You're <laughs> of right. course you do, Dave. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> ideas here. Do we have a next fitness in the news topic? Speaking of uh, next topic, personal development, gentlemen, what are we working on? Personal development. Dun, dun, dun. I've been ch- I chopped wood this weekend. Chopped Ooh, wood. That's a great exercise. Yeah. That's, oh, not, right. that's not personal development. Oh, it developed me. <laughs> I, had to go to di- I had to go to a different place. It, it was really interesting because. I was able to apply what I've learned from resistance training, but I got my butt whooped. I got so gassed. <laughs> so you were doing I, some blue collar stuff. Exactly. I, I, I was a um, guest on another podcast this morning. That was kind of cool. That was personal development. <laughs> Let's go. And so it's called uh, the lowdown. Okay, uh, with Kevin Lowe, so it's a, it's a, it should be pretty good. It was a, uh, I was surprised. He's a good interviewer. What'd you talk about? Uh, we talked about my signature program that I just released last week, which is my one year coaching program. Okay, and then we talked about my book coming out, nice. and uh, so it was just, it was really good. I, I was quite surprised, and uh, he, he was very complimentary when I got done. My my head was about four times bigger than it normally is, and I was like, <laughs> "Dang, I really am a gift to the that's world." That's really big. Yeah, it's full no. confidence. <laughs> it was re- it was really cool. So it was it was a good day, and I got to talk about the stuff that I care about, which is helping people find their personal power. You talk know? about all the woo woo and stuff too. The, Talked about some woo woo in there. The Always. Woo-woo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Literally, they have this board right between the middle of them. They won't let me reach it <laughs> because they know I'll take it away from them. <laughs> They're smart. They're very smart. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, so that, that, but that was good. It was a good weekend of uh, doing that kind of stuff. I did a lot of. Um, writing and editing this weekend for the book and i'm actually coming out with a new free class on identifying toxic behaviors and how to eliminate them because there's about 40 toxic behaviors that uh, I, I find pretty prevalent in a lot of people and i um, just want to help people figure the figure them out and eliminate them from themselves and eliminate them from people who are around them so basically you need to have work on this with connor because he makes everyone around him smell feel really small <laughs> actually i started by going let's think of some stuff that you guys do and that was like i got to like i got to like i got to like 12 things well dave learned this from one you. session with me <laughs> perfect i just go down the list okay yeah josh josh connor connor Trevor, i never do want to make people feel small <laughs> yeah it alternates the, the only perfect one is yana yeah that's wow. true Angelic. yeah <laughs> trev you uh you picked a good one there i really did yeah <laughs> I don't know how she puts up with you. <laughs> yeah. So I went and uh, I spent the weekend at the coast for a bachelor party. That was uh, that was a hell of a time. Ooh, and they, you went uh, to the coast and you saw a ghost. Ooh, saw a ghost. He yeah. saw a ghost. Um, I should probably post it somewhere so people can see it. But um, yeah, I I saw a ghost and filmed it. I was like, I kept seeing it. And I was like, I'm going to film this thing. Um, we may or may not have been smoking a lot of weed. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm just, this is fine. This is, this is just <laughs> weed, you know? 
out on the coast, you know, it's probably fog and it's, but your camera, your camera wasn't on weed. (laughs) I know. And our buddy, (laughs) my buddy's like, dude, there's no wind and there's no fog. Um, so I don't, that's not a good, uh, you know, a good explanation. So yeah, there's a video. I have the video. It's really creepy. We saw it several times. All of us, there was, I believe nine of us by the campfire. One of us was blacked out, drunk, passed out. (laughs) So eight of us saw it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> video doesn't lie it looks like some it looks like a young girl in a bikini you know that's not what i saw <laughs> i saw a jellyfish from spongebob <laughs> yeah i just saw like a weird floating orb all night so when we post this you guys look at it and please leave us comments as of what you think it looks like mm-hmm. so let's identify josh's ghost i thought it was like a weird floating orb that i was seeing all night just because we were smoking too much weed or something <laughs> yeah but, but um, you caught it on camera that's crazy caught it on camera yeah, maybe it's a shipwreck, you know? Could be a UFO. There are lots of them going around now. I think it's I think it, I think it's funny Joe that the Rogan. government the government's coming out saying, Yes, there's UFOs and everybody's like, Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> People are, are all caught up with COVID or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We got bigger <laughs> problems, man. Joe Rogan literally posted a video of uh, a commander or somebody capturing a UFO moving over water and then disappearing into the water, like submerging. It was crazy. Like literally like Trevor, did you see that one? I've that seen video? it. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. video. And there's been a lot of, of videos lately. I mean, and a lot of a lot of serious people talking about it. And I think on June first, they're actually going before Congress to talk about everything that they know or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they actually they actually verified it at the Pentagon and it was released, like the classified documents were released earlier, like during COVID, but it was also during the time that like all the riots were happening all over the country and people right. were like, whatever, like fuck. We don't care about you about yeah right we, we don't <laughs> care about that stuff right now we got bigger problems <laughs> so yeah hey, it's interesting to see connor might eventually find his people <laughs> hey, those, those are, that's my family don't talk about them that way <laughs> no but i feel like when people are you know not being able to go to the gym they're definitely not gonna be focused on ufos and stuff I mean, yeah, I'm not care. I don't care about anything when I can't go to the gym. Seriously, <laughs> I have to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, last week's episode was awesome. We talked about 21 reasons you're not going to the gym. Kind of reminded me of a little bit of some of the excuses I've made and some of my clients have made. And so mm-hmm. it was a good learning experience. That was a good episode. That was a very good episode. I liked it. So, other than. Uh, you know, seeing a ghost, we, uh, we had a full crew there. Um, it was, uh, all of Garrett's football buddies and track buddies. We had a, uh, silver medalist from the Olympics, um, lost to Usain Bolt in 2012, had, uh, Damian Lillard's barber. And, uh, he also flies out to, uh, cut Giannis's hair once a month. So, um, it's, wow. some, it's some pretty cool Wait, cats. Is that a duel? Uh, no, his name's Eric. Oh, because, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, from next the, uh, what the hell is his name? We've all trained him. Uh, one of, one of, uh, one of Borche's clients, um, younger fella. He's like, he's like 21 years old. Uh, Arab. Hmm. <laughs> I, what? I'm not he's sure. Been a couple of years ago. He's a, he's a barber. No, no, his, his, uh, his, oh, Abdul the Barber. Yeah. Abdul I just the Barber. Yeah. Oh, uh, a bar, Portland, Oregon, Barber, entrepreneur, uh, ET, the Barber follows him. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm about to give this guy a follow. Looks like he's cut Damian Lillard's hair as well. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I, that's why I brought him up because I thought that's gotcha. who you're talking about. Gotcha. But yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that uh, he came to next. Um, that's awesome. Oh, I okay. Yeah, I know this guy. I yeah, this guy. yeah, his so, cousin. His talking cousin. Talking about him. Go follow him. He's uh, Abdul the Barber on uh, Instagram. And if you guys are interested, the other guy that cuts hair is uh, ET dot the barber. Um, that guy, you know, you guys are in the Oregon area. I'm sure you're not going to get a better cut anywhere else. So, um, you know, go ahead and hit him up. So um, as far as personal development, uh, Trev, you're developing a house right now. Dude, it's been crazy. This it's been a really wild, wild trip. My my dad came down uh last week. He came down last uh Sunday and we've just been going crazy on this house. Like we tore down walls, we tore down tore out all the windows, uh took off a lot of brick and siding and stuff, and and we're going to town on the house on the house, and it's crazy because I'm pretty sure we're gonna we're gonna destroy our our uh, time goal, like we're going to get done with the house quicker than we thought. And we're going to come under budget. So obviously that means we're going to make more money so that, yeah, I I'm so stoked about this house and I've just been living the blue car life every single day, lifting boards and shit and, and doing the, the cutting and, and lifting everything. It's, it's been, it's been a good time though. Are you selling the house or living in the house? We will be selling the house. Yeah. We, we won't be, we won't be the next house that we buy to live in will be the final house that we buy to live in. Like, I don't want to buy houses and, and upgrade and only stay in one for like a couple of years. Cause I hate moving. I've moved enough over the, the last like seven years. I'm done with that. shit. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I, I agree. Find the house you wouldn't be in for the next 25 years. Yeah. And then just, that's it. Yeah, we. That's not me. Yeah, I want to move around. See, I want to. I want to travel, but I don't want to live in different places. I will live in different places for like a couple weeks. That would be cool, but I do not want to like move and move and move like all my stuff. Especially since we're like, we're we're settled down now, so like we have so much stuff now. Right. Plus, plus you want to have kids, and you don't want to just up and move them. Up and move them around. Yeah. It's true. Very true. But yeah, that's like a two year -year project. It'll probably be, uh, we'll probably, that's like our three to five year goal is to get property and build our house and and be done with, with, uh, with moving officially. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty solid, but yeah, this house is kicking our ass. Like we, we come home beat every single day, but I mean, we still find some time to work out during the week, which is, which is nice, but, not as much as as we were before, but that's why we're doing this this type of project is so that we can have more time to work out after because we have all this capital that we just gained. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Capital gains. It's pretty fun. Well, I learned a bunch about taxes today. We went and visited a CPA, and I was talking about blue collar, and I was like, "So what do I get got to do for that?" And they're like, "Well, usually." you just get a piece of paper and then you add it to your taxes. I was like, thank God. Like I don't, I probably don't have to do that much, but, um, but yeah. Uh, so capital gains, usually it's like you get capital gains tax. If you sell a home, like within a year, 
but that's only if you make over uh, $85,000 on the house. And we're probably right around make that. 84. Huh? What was that? 84. 84.69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make 84. 84,999. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a year. That's a year's income right there, dude. There you go. Yeah, but we're we're already looking for our next house too. So our next flip, and then we'll just probably do we we want to do right now probably eight a year and and just build up that that bank account. And then uh dude, I got in our next meeting, Ooh, I got I got so much shit to tell you guys. Like I've learned yep. so much about taxes and and like and like where to invest your money to where you get, you get like tax breaks and like tech, like, oh my gosh, it's mind blowing all the different we things. You need to do a show about that for people. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Like, it's definitely. so important to know, to be able to maneuver yourself into a tax bracket that benefits you. So you're not paying too much extra. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mostly, um, like for instance, I, I was telling you guys about this. Um, so our business is set, set up as an LLC but there's a way to set up a business to where you pay yourself a wage and you get taxed uh, uh around $20,000 less than than mm, like if you That's what my brother does. Yeah, so so it's actually uh setting up setting up the LLC but then transferring I think she said something about transferring it to a, a S corp and then as the S corp you can uh you can pay yourself a wage and then you get you get uh uh, uh, retirement benefits. Then you also get, um, uh, what were the other things? Oh, you start paying taxes. So you, you pay less in taxes. Um, yeah, it's just, there's so much to wrap your head around. It's, it's mind blowing tax tax stuff is just ridiculous to me. It's a whole industry. It really is. It really is. I mean, that's, that's, it actually is an industry. There's, there's lobbyists, for for like intuit tax and like like credit karma and all these different tax places they actually lobby to to congress so that congress doesn't make filing your taxes easy like there there's been there's been bills that have been tried to been like tried to being passed and congress shoots them down because of how big, like in how much money, billions of dollars into it tax and like credit karma and all these different tax tax helpers make. There, there's no way in hell taxes are ever going to be easy. Well, that's why I have a CPA. Yep. That, exactly. 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 That's why you get an accountant. Yeah. Always going to delegate, you know, a part of your, an area of your life where you want to improve that you're not a special sin, you know, which is why I'd, we're able to help a lot of people with personal training, any kind of, you know, workout advice or programs. Um, and I think today we could uh, talk about a couple of questions we had on how to build your back, how to build your hamstrings. So why don't we just talk about the posterior chain? Yeah. What that yes. is. Uh, build some, uh, do some rows for the bros. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Curl for the girls. Exactly. So many people like so many people are are so hyper focused on building their glutes, and I feel like we should talk about uh, some of the downfalls of of overdeveloped glutes. I, feel I don't like, think there's any on your well, girlfriend. You know, you know, 
I, I definitely you know, agree. Just tell your girlfriend to not listen to this episode because <laughs> she can build the biggest glutes she wants for all. Like, I, that's that's my opinion. Yeah, and then she's going to start complaining about how her back hurts and how her hips hurt and how how her knees hurt and stuff like that because her uh, her other parts of her body aren't developed. So it's like, eh, maybe you should. Listen and to because she has big glutes, she likes to work it a lot. She's like, "Oh, I have big glutes." I don't know. Just like, dominant. I feel like that's the last problem the average American has. Most Americans have no glutes at all. They're pancakes. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I feel like most. I feel like most of the people that are our audience maybe work out a little bit more and have a developed, developed glutes. Like a lot of a lot of women, they they focus on. For instance, the squeeze of of like a squat or something at the top, and it's like, but they they do that hip rotation, the hip pivot at the a little butt squeeze at the top. Yeah, the butt squeeze at the top, and that's that can actually be detrimental to your your lower back health. Like it could be not so great. Whereas, like, I I forget where I was listening to it. I think it was on uh, it was like Mark Bell or something. Um, or maybe, no, it was, uh, it was mind pump. It was mind pump. They were talking about this. They were talking about the butt squeeze and how, how it can be linked to, uh, to some lower back problems. I mean, you're hyperextending, if you're hyperextending your lumbar under load, um, and you do that over and over and over, I could see how that could be detrimental. Um, uh, it's probably a lot safer if you want to do that specific movement on something like a V squat. Mm-hmm. instead of a, a free squatting machine. Um, you know, one thing that's really important for athletes that do have really big anteriorly um, poster developed um, chains, like uh, Olympic lifters, male cheerleaders, um, anybody who's doing that extension, de- power lifters, right? They do a lot of deadlifting. Anyone that's doing that extension over and over and over is to work on um, the anterior chain mm-hmm. as well. Just balance. Um, Right. And you'll exactly the, the key is balance and you, you want to work on, um, you know, making sure that belly's not falling out. You see a lot of power lifters with their bellies just extended, right? Because they're erectors, no core contraction, right? Their low back is so on, um, that, and they're, you know, everything back there, their glutes, their hamstrings, all that is so developed that their belly is extended and it, their breathing is actually off and they breathe anteriorly. So they breathe in their chest and they breathe, pushing their belly out. They don't have any three dimensional or circumferential breathing. So, um, that's something that, you know, it can happen as well. So why don't we rewind and, um, kind of talk to the audience and the listeners on how they can compliment, you know, give the kind of peanut butter to the jelly of the glutes. Cause I got a lot of clients come to me like, Hey, how do, how do I develop my glutes? And I have a lot of clients doing RDLs and curls as well as barbell hip presses, you know, hip thrusts and squats. And that is a really good way to complement your glutes is being able to have a well-developed hamstring as well as, you know, preventing injuries and staying safe. So 100%. I I definitely agree with, with the, the hip thrusts are one of the most beneficial things is especially if your goal is to develop your, your glutes because you're not loading your spine. That's like a huge thing. You're not loading your spine yet. You can still get core contraction. You can still, you can still, uh, develop, 
um, other parts of your body while you're doing those as well. So it's like, it's so beneficial. And I feel like a lot of people maybe shit on them because, oh, all the influencing Instagram influencers do them. It's like, yeah, because it actually, it fucking helps d- develop their butt. Like, what do you yeah. think? Brett Contreras, um, he's, uh, he's basically actually has his doctorate, um, his PhD in glute development and glutes. And I think his work has really popularized the hip thrust and it's, you know, so true that it's needed for most people to develop their glutes properly. You know, a lot of people have always said, oh, just squat. Well, a lot of people's mechanics and how they move they're they load the, the quadriceps more in the squat than the glutes. So unless you want to have these like huge quads, um, it's, you know, probably not the best way to build your glutes unless you just have you know, the, the, the femur length and the, you know, the lower leg, the tibia length to be able to, to really hit your glutes well in, in a squat. I totally agree. I mean, a barbell back squat, it's not going to be for everybody. So yeah, barbell hip thrust, that's going to be your money maker right. for the glutes. I mean, we've all seen that girl in the gym that, you know, and it's becoming more well-known now to do hip thrusts. When we see those girls in the gym, that they're always doing squats and they're doing leg press and all this stuff. And they have these big old quads and you can tell they're trying to grow their glutes, but they don't have any glutes. Dude, thick, thick thighs save lives. That's, that's a saying. Thick thighs. Thick thighs get the guys. They, they, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's some shit. <laughs> that's Trevor's uh, TikTok impersonation. Oh my God. <laughs> I definitely, definitely very attractive for a woman to have some some leg development i will i will definitely say that but you don't want to just to have a diaper butt just glutes and no right. no you don't want to have pancake <laughs> ass and and huge quads oh, so i think a lot of people really miss um the frontal plane development for the glutes as well um a lot of people are moving in the sagittal plane which is front to back right so if you're walking forwards or if you're walking backwards that's the sagittal plane so if you're squatting right? All of your joints are moving front to back. Basically, if you do, if you walk sideways, you're moving in the frontal plane. Um, so if you can do a low side lunge or a low curtsy or drop lunge, then you can work that frontal plane and you can even, you can hit some of that, um, that glute meat. Now also Mm -hmm. if that's a lot, that's why it's so beneficial to do mini band walks, right? Activate those, those, um, that glute meat, that gluteus medius muscle, Um, and then also doing things like the good girl, bad girl machine, right? The abduction, abduction machine. Um, well said as well as, uh, doing, uh, like side planks with abduction and clamshells. Um, I'm going to try to mentally walk you guys through this. And, you know, if you buy our summer body program, this exercise is, is in it. Um, so basically you're going to lie on your side with your elbow and you're going to bridge your hips up. And your knees are going to be in line with your shoulders and your feet are going to be tucked back at a 90 degree angle. So your knees are bent at a 90 degree angle. Everything else is straight. And then you're going to be in that bridge. You're going to feel your glute med stabilize yourself in that plank. And then you're going to keep your heels together and lift your knee in a clamshell. You can Google this exercise as well. Clamshell. Um, the, and you can put your a mini band around your knees 
for a little bit extra if that's too easy and you'll work that glute meat. And, and that's, an, that's so essential, not only for hip health, but also if you want fully developed glutes, the other one you can do is abduction. So you're going to straighten out that top leg, leave the bottom leg bent and just, you know, these, I just call them Jane Fonda's. You guys ever seen those old workout videos, Jane Fonda, she's lifting her leg up and down in that side plank. She's trying to hit that glute meat. Jane Fonda knew what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> the good old VHS. That's true. I mean, that's an important part of your, uh, you know, your posterior chain is to be able to work that side part of your butt. Right. Get them hip abductions in. So what about hamstrings, guys? I mean, today in the gym, uh, over at Next Level Fitness, I was able to have clients do um, banded, prone, lying, or, you know, just lying down leg curls for people that don't know who, what prone means. I mean, you're on your, your belly, you got your hip bone, you know, pushing through the floor and then you wrap the band around your, your ankles and you just go heel to butt, engage the glutes at the very top and then let the band slowly or let your legs slowly straighten going towards where the band originates. So that's one version of a leg curl. I mean, a great way to build your hamstrings. You can do that with the machine if you have it. Yeah. John Meadows is a huge proponent of hamstring curls and he, he got his, his hamstring exercises from Tom Platts, who's mm -hmm. the godfather of, of leg development. And I think one of the main things that people make mistakes with is they don't train their hamstrings hard enough. Um, if you can get a nice pump in your hamstrings, then you're just going to, before you lift, then you're going to have a fantastic workout or at least better workout than if you hadn't warmed that extra set, that, that muscle up, get some, some blood in that hamstring. And then when you squat, then you have a little bit of cushion for the pushing. So, um, you know, also you, you warm your knees and your hips up that way too. Uh, one of the most efficacious workout or exercises that we have, um, for injury prevention and the knee is, um, there's a couple, but it's their hamstring exercises and it's the Nordic curl or the, the glute ham raise. You can do it on a GHR, or if you don't have a GHR, you can do it like just get hold, have somebody hold on to your heels or pin your heels under something. So basically say you're on your knees, your heels are su supported by either someone's body weight or something you've wedged them under, and then you fall forward. And then you can catch yourself with your hands if you're not strong enough and then come back up. The GHR, the glute ham raise machine makes it a lot easier because it changes the angle and makes it a little less intense. The other one you can do is furniture slider curls. Those are fantastic for prevention, preventing hamstring pulls and ACL tears. Those are awesome. Uh, so, you know, you're going to lay on your back and you can do it on with a towel on your heels on a slick floor or a furniture slider on a carpet and you're, you know, you're flat on your back, your palms are on the ground for support. And then you're going to bridge your hips up off the ground. So your, your hips are off the ground and the towel or the furniture slider is on your heels. And then you're going to use your hamstrings and curl those heels up towards your butt and then extend without letting your hips go to the ground. I see this all the time with clients that like to curl themselves up with their butt still on the ground and then push their hips up and extend. No, no, no. Pick your hips up off the ground and then curl. Now, when that gets too easy, just go to single leg curls. Those are killer. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anybody that didn't just get wrecked doing single leg ham hamstring curls with the, uh, the furniture slider or, or the towel. They're fantastic. Even I get wrecked every time. And I've been doing this, doing this for years. 
<laughs> hey man, it's it's facts. Um, what about you, Trev? Any hamstring ideas? Uh, getting right in, right into RDLs or um, mm, I'm big one. I'm a little uh, I'm a little I'm flexible. I'm pretty damn flexible. So uh, for me, like when I do RDLs with a barbell, I usually have to stand on a bench or a, a platform uh, because my my uh the weight will will touch before i get my full stretch so that's something that a lot of like a lot of people like oh i don't feel this like i'm not am i doing this right and it's like like a woman who's very flexible i've i've had that with clients before and it's like well, i'm not doing this right i'm like no we need to elevate you need to elevate your feet so that you can get the full the full extension or the full stretch of that muscle um under load and I feel like that's that's something that a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people don't realize that that is that is how you need to um, how you need to get that full that full stretch. I don't know why I was running around that the whole time. You guys, you guys generally use the the foot position of beneath your hips or so with the RDL. You know, feet flat, feet are beneath your hips, kind of that that foot width stance yeah typically or or i'll uh i'll just pinch like i'm pinching a, a penny between my feet because i feel like mm. i feel like that helps with uh with uh um like groin development and and whatnot mm. because i'm i'm act i'm activating and i'm engaging my hamstrings as well so so you go feet together with rdls yeah i do i do and i, I feel like it helps with my balance as well i think that the thing to remember is that with any exercise, um, it might, it's net well, for sure. Never going to work with every body type. Um, I don't know what it is for me. RDLs are not, not a good hamstring developer for me. I, I do RDLs and I feel it in my low back and my glutes. Um, and I can do a sh crap ton of them and my low back and my glutes are sore and my hamstrings are not. But then other people, um, especially having that that load and stretch back and forth on the hamstrings just wrecks their hamstrings. So, you know, if, you know, most like most people are RDLs destroy their hamstrings. It's like their best, their best hamstring developer. I have to just go ham on, uh, you know, like slider curls or go ham. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're a ham. Go ham on uh slider curls or, uh, like the GHR or the, the leg curl machine and get a hell of a, a hamstring pump there. But um, RDLs aren't for me. And that's, that's not, you know, I know I'm not alone, but most people um, have, it's a fantastic ex exercise for them. But if you're one of those individuals that just doesn't feel it, dude, if you're not feeling the exercise in the target area, you need to figure out how to change the exercise to, to fit your body type or scrap the exercise and do something else. And guys, we have an entire exercise catalog on we call our fitness on YouTube. So feel free to go there. There's a full array of, you know, you can go to hypertrophy, lower body. We have RDLs there. We have a bunch of different exercises for your hamstrings. So Yeah. We got and a lot of people, a lot of people maybe they don't know the proper form, but just deadlifts, man. Just deadlifts. Yeah. Deadlifts are probably the best posterior chain yep. developer. There. Yep. All, all the posterior chain. You're getting pretty much everything. Well, how important is posterior chain for 
I mean, aesthetics. And I, I think for modern day life, I mean, a lot of people are, you know, we're all guilty of having the hunched forward iPhone position, but you got to have well-developed hamstrings. I feel today glutes, you know, even lower back and then middle and upper back too. I mean, that's very important. I mean, shoot. I mean, Dave, you can kind of touch on like, you know, when we've done like, you know, massage work, like being able to have a developed back is like, is pretty important too, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's, um, you know, just as you're going through, especially after you guys work out and, and doing different things, um, you can definitely sell, tell what's tight, what's not, what, what areas developed, what's not, what's out of place, you know, different things like that. That's the one thing like, like working with, uh, uh, Gene, I mean, he just, mm-hmm. he literally, he just puts muscles back into place. He's developed, a wizard. He developed some of the best bodybuilders, um, that there are out there because he's, so, he's so good at it, um, with, with everything that he does. And it helps that he's a, he's a nurse, you know, he's a registered nurse as well. But when you, uh, when you're, when you're bodybuilding and here in Oregon, definitely, uh, contact Gene Loss on Instagram, uh, G E N E L O S S man is a wizard of helping put a uh, shape muscles, put, put muscles back into place that need to go, uh, to help you with your competition. Absolutely. And he's over at willpower mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially after deadlifts. I mean, that, those types of, that, that type of like massage work helps a lot because my hips are wrecked. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the posterior chain, why don't we talk about the lats? The lats. The back. Dude, the back is important. The back is um, very important. I want to say real quick um, on Instagram, Dr. Jeff asked this question. So just a little shout out. Thank you for the support. Appreciate it. What do you ask? Oh, oh how, to, how to develop the back. Yeah, how to gotcha. work your back and develop different parts and sections of it. The back is super important. I think it's really tough for people because they can't see it. I'm one of those people that has had a tough time developing his back. Um, and this last year I've really made it a priority and I was always told, dude, when you develop your back, your press is going to go through the roof. Um, and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's so true. When your (laughs) back gets bigger, you just, for whatever reason, you have a better foundation or whatever those antagonist muscle groups are stronger. It allows you to be able to put more force into a bar, especially on the bench press. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've not, I haven't maxed out because I'm afraid of having another pec tear, um, but, you know, like the other day, I just did 20 reps, no problem, 225. Nice. Um, and that's something I've never done in my life. It's it's not something that I'm, um, you know, really pushing. I, I probably bench once a week, maybe once every other week because um, I, I do a lot of machine work and a lot of dumbbells. Um, but my back has made significant progress in the last two years. And that's what I attribute to. Uh, all that extra pressing strength. Yeah. There's a uh, Dane Tufford. You know, he's been on the show before Christmas tree, baby. Let's he's go. Got one of the most amazing backs in, in bodybuilding. He's an IFBB pro um, and ju- just amazing. So, and that's one thing he said definitely is when he was able to build all that out, the strength that he was able to increase um, just very balanced. You know, when you're, when you're balancing your front and you're balancing the back, you can do a lot more with your structure. Well, kind of going back to cheerleading, you know what I noticed was that because in cheerleading, you're, you're pressing, overhead when i was doing a landmine press which is where the barbell is inserted into the corner of the gym or into the ground and it's standing on one end and you're pushing it up when i was doing a landmine press i was able to push more 
weight overhead as my my lats and my serratus, which is the part where it kind of connects to your rib cage on the side, got stronger. I could feel those muscles working as well as the shoulders. Uh, so that's a huge one. And kind of the opposite range of motion of pressing up, I really find that for me and my clients, a cable straight arm pull down, typically like with a single arm half works. You can do a half kneeling or um, um, standing, honestly. Just you have a cable, you're grabbing it, your arm straight in front of your shoulder and palm facing down. And my cue is, you know, squeeze the glutes, head tall, proud chest, and then drive your pinky through your big toe to where they kind of squish the armpit and push your palm through their pocket. So a really effective exercise for building a lat muscle. I think a lot of people really have issues activating their lats um, during exercises and they use their bicep a lot in their forearm. I've, I've always had that problem, but one thing, you know, a couple of things that have really helped me with is with, is like a pre-activation exercise. Um, if you externally rotate your arm, which is basically just pointing your thumb back behind you and reaching to the side, and then you push your elbow down and back as hard as you can and twist to the side, you'll get such a good lat activation that it will cramp on you. If you do a couple of those um, before you do your back workout, huge difference. Also, cable pullovers. The cable pullover exercise, basically, you're going to hip hinge, push your hips back. You have your arms out in front of you and kind of like uh, maybe kind of like you're, uh, you're grabbing onto a lawnmower and then you want to tip the lawnmower up. You're going to push your elbow, push your hands down, keeping your elbows straight, activating your lats. Um, and you, you can easily Google that um, cable, cable pullover uh, exercise. Great lat activation before you go do your rows and your pull downs and, and your pull ups. Having a big back is going to help you with that big bench. Cobra back, baby. Everybody. I mean, today's Monday. Today was a national chest day, wasn't it? I mean, not for me, but international breasticle day. <laughs> How about rhomboids too? I mean, if you can do, I found that, I mean, sometimes band pull parts, depending on the angle or an inverted row or seated cable row can really hit the rhomboids. Like what do you guys typically have for yourself and for your clients for that middle back and what I call the posture muscle? It's a hard one for a lot of people nowadays. We had uh, Ido Van Ryzen come and do a lot of seminars. Uh, he's he's a you know very uh, well known researcher and athletic trainer and strength and conditioning coach and actually um, registered nurse. So he has he's jack of many trades. Um, come and do some workshops at our gym over the last two years. And my favorite one for rhomboid activation is just laying on your back. Um, put your elbows out at a 45 degree angle and drive your elbows into the ground as hard as you can. Now make sure you're not hunched. Make sure your traps aren't activated. Like you're not shrugging, push your shoulders down. Try this right now. If you're at home and you have a floor, I'll wait for a second, get on the floor. Okay. Now lie on your back. Now push your shoulders down so that your, your traps aren't shrugging. And what you're going to do is you're going to push your elbows into the ground slowly. 
as hard as you can until your shoulders start to actually rise off the ground and your elbows are pushing your whole body weight. You're going to hold that for 10 seconds and then relax. You do it. You do three 10 second holds before your back day, along with some uh, cable pullovers and you're going to have the best lat activation ever and rhomboid. I agree. That's a big one. I, I also do a lot of, uh, wide, really wide grip, um, uh, seated rows. So wide grip seated rows and really focus on the contraction and pull it and squeeze and then let it go. It, which is pretty much the same thing as, as laying on the ground and activating the, the rhomboids as J- Josh just described. But right. that's, that's one of the best ways I feel like for, for myself to, to get some rhomboid development. Another, another thing that a lot of people don't realize is the, uh, is the benefits like to your shoulders of back and posterior chain development. Because if you, if you're just in the, in the gym, just training chest and doing all this, this, this anterior wait, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anterior posterior. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you don't, you're just going to turn into a C or a, or a little, little question mark and, uh, it's not good for you. So it's just like, it's just like, dude, you, you have to train. And a lot of people don't realize that most of your rotator cuff muscles are located on your scapula, which is posterior chain. Like it's on your back, man. Like it's back there. So a lot of people that, that do chest workouts and they don't develop their, their posterior chain and rotator cuff muscles, it's, you're going to be in shit shape. Like you're going to, your shoulders are going to start hurting. You're probably going to walk sooner. Yeah. You're, you're, gonna be you're probably over, you know, you're probably your back and your glutes aren't going to hold you up. Yeah. It's just, it's, you're not going to have a great time. You're not going to have a great time. Your, your, uh, fitness career is going to be short lived. Speaking of, uh, fitness careers, we have a seven day challenge coming up ASAP Rocky. Dave. When is that? What day? Um, let's see. If it starts on June sixth, that's where we're going to have our kickoff. June sixth kickoff meeting. It's a Sunday, so we're going to kick it off that day. And what we're doing is we're going to do a seven day challenge for our at home workout. So for seven days, day one, we're going to have the kickoff, the webinar. We're going to talk about the program. Then for five days, that Monday through Friday, uh, Josh, Connor, and Trevor are going to actually teach classes that day uh, and actually go through the day of the workout. And then we're going to wrap it up on day seven and see how everybody did, give everybody all of the tools that they're going to need to succeed, but just kind of do that little kickoff, that little challenge to get people uh, either, if they can't get into the gym, we want to make sure that they, they have something that they can do. So if you go to our website, bluecollarfitnesspodcast.com, on the top menu, you can just click that and register, uh, and that'll get it all set up for you. And if you're on your phone, just click the three little dashes. That's where the menu is, and click those dashes, and you'll see sign up for the seven-day challenge. But it should be pretty exciting. It should be pretty fun. We're going to give some prizes. We're going to give some giveaways. We're going to give some great information, uh, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised of how this challenge turns out because it's our first one, and we're working really hard on it. Yeah, get in there. It's going to be free. Like, uh, like swimwear because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, get on the website, sign up. That way we'll know how many people to, uh, you know, to, to start planning for with our sessions and, yep. 
Wow. And every sign up gets a free month to Josh's OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which means it's yeah, no sure. longer exclusive. <laughs> oh, well, I gotta say that this is gonna be a fun journey. And hey, I mean, sign up before June 6th because we're gonna have some awesome workouts. And it's your transformation program that we've put together over the past year. So, and, and the thing with this at home program, if you do sign up for challenge, you're going to need some bands and you're going to need a pull up bar. So we have some links to the ones that we recommend, uh, at, at our site. So please check this out. Just Amazon. Super easy. Yeah. It's real simple, but that's all you need bands that, and your computer, and you're going to have a workout with Josh, Connor, and Trevor, 30 minute workout for each one of those, those five days. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have some great stuff going on, great information. So please sign up. Love it. Good stuff. So, uh, you guys want the dad joke of the day? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Waiting for it. So, it says, my wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. She said that would be a big step forward. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. I'm losing your number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm afraid for the calendar, its days are numbered. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That was kind of clever. (laughs) Why don't ants ever get sick? Uh, Because they're ill. Because they have little antibodies. Uh, (laughs) Did you get that off a popsicle? Nah. (laughs) Nolan is the king of dad jokes. Dude, speaking Nolan, of Nolan, we what need a to have segue. we need to have Nolan on the podcast to talk about winning an effing natty in cheerleading. This uh, <laughs> yeah. when was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks ago, he's a national champ. Yeah, Early, I think it was about was, was it two weeks yeah. ago? No, I national think it was a little bit longer. Champion. Yep. Whoa. So Nolan is having a birthday. Twenty-one plus. He's pretty he's much 40 or 50 or something like that. <laughs> he's like 75. He's, he's he's definitely an old soul. So Nolan is a very important part of our crew, even though he's not on our podcast with us, but he's always here in spirit. And House. he is, he is one of the most amazing friends that you could ever have. And we, when this episode airs this Friday, his birthday is Saturday, I believe. Perfect. So Nolan, happy, happy birthday from all of us. This episode's for you. Happy, happy birthday, happy, 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 yeah. happy. We dedicate this to you, sir. Happy birthday. So I have one more joke. Okay, here we go. I'm going so to bash that board. My, my clothes have been fitting a little bit tighter recently, and I thought it was my new dryer because I did get a new dryer. But it actually turns out it was the refrigerator all along. That's a good one. That's a good one. So Unless you're honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wrong appliance. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh goodbye to our one last member. <laughs> if you're still listening, we love you guys. This was an awesome episode 36. You guys have anything to add? Nope, we're good. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Hey, you can follow me at Sarge Josh on Instagram. You can follow 
Dave at Dave. I, I had to change it again. They, I Instagram made me change my name. Uh, so my name now is Life Coach Dave. Was it Life Coach sixty nine four twenty sixty nine? No, they made me. Get that rid, was mine. They made me get rid of the word Reiki. Why? So yeah, I don't know. I just got a message mm-hmm. said, "Please change your name." They wiped out my name, and I had to rechange it. So what I'm now Life Coach Dave. Dave will change your life like he's changed ours by listening to our toxic behaviors that help him write his book. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> scary my instagram handle is connor burton training come follow me join the journey blue collar fitness we're coming at you you want to see some blue collar beef house stuff yeah you can follow me at uh house of beef on youtube or t chase powers on instagram copy that yep and uh we are out thanks for listening thank y'all (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>